February 19th, Mark chapter 3, verse 31, through chapter 4, verse 25. Jesus' mother and brothers arrived at the house where he was teaching. They stood outside and sent word for him to come out and talk with them. There was a crowd around Jesus, and someone said, Your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside asking for you. Jesus replied, Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he looked at those around him and said, These are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore. There was such a large crowd along the shore that he got into a boat and sat down and spoke from there. He began to teach the people by telling many stories, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The plant sprang up quickly, but it soon wilted beneath the hot sun and died because the roots had no nourishment in the shallow soil. Other seed fell among thorns that shot up and choked out the tender blades, so that it produced no grain. Still, other seed fell on fertile soil and produced a crop that was thirty, sixty, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Then he said, Anyone who is willing to hear should listen and understand. Later, when Jesus was alone with the twelve disciples and with the others who were gathered around, they asked him, What do your stories mean? He replied, You are permitted to understand the secret about the kingdom of God, but I am using these stories to conceal everything about it from outsiders, so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. They see what I do, but they don't perceive its meaning. They hear my words, but they don't understand so they will not turn from their sins and be forgiven. But if you can't understand the story, how will you understand all the others I am going to tell? The farmer I talked about is the one who brings God's message to others. The seed that fell on the hard path represents those who hear the message, but then Satan comes at once and takes it away from them. The rocky soil represents those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But, like young plants in such soil, their roots don't go very deep. At first, they get along fine. But they wilt as soon as they have problems, or are persecuted because they believe the word. The thorny ground represents those who hear and accept the good news. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the cares of this life the lure of wealth, and the desire for nice things, so no crop is produced. But the good soil represents those who hear and accept God's message and produce a huge harvest, thirty, sixty, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Then Jesus asked them, Would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed to shut out the light? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand, where its light will shine. 
everything that is now hidden or secret will eventually be brought to light. Anyone who is willing to hear should listen and understand. And be sure to pay attention to what you hear. The more you do this, the more you will understand, and even more besides. To those who are open to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But to those who are not listening, even what they have will be taken away from them. Good morning, everyone. This is Derek Rose now from Phase 2. Um, so just a little bit about myself. I have uh, struggled with drug and alcohol addiction for the last 10 plus years. Um, in my early childhood, I dealt with some, some sexual abuse from a family member. Um, so there's a lot of trauma from that. And uh, I didn't always have the best relationship with my father growing up. Um, now everything's great between him and I, but uh, the uh, differences between us in my childhood uh, led to a lot of fighting and uh, anger in our household. Um, so to deal with all these things in my childhood, I I found drugs um, in my teen teenage years. Uh, I started off smoking uh, synthetic marijuana to the point of having seizures and uh, I'd, I'd wake up from a seizure and just want to smoke more. It was the most addictive thing I've ever dealt with in my life. Um, it took me seven years to get off of that and uh, getting away from that, I learned that I, I never I never beat addiction. I just switched addictions. I started using um, cocaine and when cocaine wouldn't do it anymore I started using methamphetamine um, until until the month my daughter was born um, I was I was caught by my ex uh, I fell asleep after using and uh, from that day on I I quit the methamphetamine but I started hitting the bottle as hard as I could um, I was drinking daily, never looked back, uh, and I, I kept that up for for a number of years um, until until me and the mother of my child uh, split up, and that completely rocked my world. And I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with it, so I started drinking myself into oblivion. Um, that is basically what led me to the refuge. Um, my In my drunken state, I was becoming suicidal. Um, I was afraid to have my daughter around me at the time. Um, didn't want to talk to her mother to even get the chance to see my daughter for the last few weeks before I came in the refuge. Um, and since being in the refuge, I amazing things have happened thanks to God and I, I get to see my daughter now I, I get to have good talks with my family I get to praise the Lord every day with my brothers I have a family that I never would have had 
without coming here. Um, God is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, there's, there's no other words to express how I feel about our Lord and Savior. Um, I, I'm just in awe of this experience. Um, I get to wake up every day and praise Him, and it's just amazing to me. I love you guys. Uh, have a good day. Psalm 37, verses 12 through 29. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs, for he sees their day of judgment coming. The wicked draw their swords and string their bows to kill the poor and the oppressed, to slaughter those who do right. But they will be stabbed through the heart with their own swords, and their bows will be broken. It is better to be godly and have little than to be evil and possess much. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. Day by day the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive a reward that lasts forever. They will survive through hard times, even in famine they will have more than enough. But the wicked will perish. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will disappear like smoke. The wicked borrow and never repay. But the godly are generous givers. Those blessed by the Lord will inherit the land. But those cursed by Him will die. The steps of the godly are directed by the Lord. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will not fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young, and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the godly forsaken, nor seen their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others, and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good, and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice, and He will never abandon the godly. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will perish. The godly will inherit the land and will live there forever. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 5 A wise youth works hard all summer. A youth who sleeps away the hour of opportunity brings shame.